Welcome to the Limitless Mindset Podcast. My name is Blake Clark, and I am the founder and visionary of Limitless Real Estate and also the team lead of the Clark team. My goal is to show you that your possibilities are truly limitless with the right mindset and outlook on life. On this podcast, you will hear from not only myself, but other members within our brokerage as well as my team. And we're going to be discussing all things real estate, mindset, goal setting, what it takes to succeed in life, and a little bit of business building as well. Thanks so much for joining us and welcome. All right, guys, welcome to episode nine of the Limitless Mindset podcast. Saturday and here hanging out with Dylan today. So I wanted to drop a quick podcast for you guys because I think that this is something that is pretty important uh, in the way that you are looking at things. Uh, and honestly, this is going to involve a little bit of self-reflection in yourself, but also it's going to involve you kind of reflecting on where you're currently at. Uh, a lot of people obviously want to win in life, right? They want to do well. They want to continue to scale. They want to continue to grow. They want to progress. And, you know, while I realize a lot of people are here today uh, to kind of listen to this podcast to get different advice from me or, you know, for hear from my team and hear different perspectives on on different ways to develop and grow, I also understand that not everybody uh, has it in them to want to be a full-blown, you know, entrepreneur or be self-employed. Uh, you know, you guys have heard me talk about before, for example, you have the integrators and you have the uh, visionaries. So the visionaries are the really big picture people that kind of can see, you know, their eyes are constantly looking down the road. They're not looking right in front of them. Uh, equally as important in any business structure, though, is going to be the integrator, right? That's the person that takes the visionaries big picture uh, wild ideas and they package them up and they put them together and they put them into play for the visionary. Those two things go hand in hand with each other, I think, in any successful organization. And truth be told, there's nothing wrong with being either one. Like I said, they both play a very equally important role. Uh, you know, visionaries tend to get a little more of the, you know, on stage, everybody sees them. The integrators are kind of the unsung heroes. They're the ones that are behind the curtains making everything work. But again, they're equally as important. So when I get people that want to come work with me, I get, you know, I talk to people, I coach people, and, you know, I, I kind of just have these conversations with them. Uh, I'm always curious to hear what they feel is getting in their way. And, you know, a lot of the times I hear a lot of people say that it's, you know, they, it's really easy to place the blame on other people on why they're not where they want to be, right? They're in a certain company and it's, you know, my boss is an asshole. He's not promoting me. My company has no room for, you know, promotions and, you know, I work my butt off and, you know, it's, <laughs> I have these conversations and we, you know, I, then I dig a little deeper, right? So talk to me, what do you do? What do you do to stand out? What do you do that's extra for them? And it's always, well, I show up every day. I do my job. You know, I, I kind of, you know, I'm always constantly hitting my performance goals. Here's the fucking problem with that, guys. That's your basic expectation when you're going to work. And this is the shit that drives me nuts is so many people have this thought in their head that because they show up and they do the bare minimum, right? I go to work every day. I show up on time when I'm supposed to be there. I have uh, my daily task, you know, and, and I did the task and, you know, shit, you better give me a pat on my back and high five and I demand a promotion and I demand a raise. And then the reality is you're doing the shit you're supposed to be freaking doing anyways. There's no... In there's you don't get a reward for doing what you were hired to do in the in the you know grand scheme of things, and then what it ultimately leads to is a lot of frustration, right? People start to begin to feel entitled, and I've had this happen many many times with people that have worked with me. Uh, 
absolute great, reliable employees, right? They come work with me or um, even other companies I've worked in. I've even been one of these people, right? Where I've been an employee when I, before I was self-employed, I worked for people, you know, and I showed up and I did my job. And there's a difference between showing up and doing your job. And there's a difference between uh, basically undeniably being the best at your job within a company. And this has been the absolute downfall. When I think back to, you know, most people that have worked for me, uh, that you know, I've worked with or even other companies I've worked in, you know, I got these people and you guys probably do too. Maybe you're one of these people where you think, man, they're extremely intelligent. They're smart. You know, they're, they're very detailed. They're good at what they do, but they almost have this form of entitlement in them, right? So uh, they're the ones that, you know, they do good. They show up. They're, they're good at what they do, but they expect, right? Like they expect the company or they expect their boss or whatever to promote them, right? Where's my, where's my raise at? Where's my this at? You know, and I will tell you as being the company owner now on the other side of the coin that I see that shit coming from a mile away. And those are the people that uh, I tend to, you know, it's, it, I shy away from in some ways, right? When it comes to new advancements, new opportunities, you know, we have these people that work with us and people that I used to work for um, when I was an employee on the side of it. And I never went into it with the expectation of I got to get something out of this, right? There was no ulterior motive. I just showed up every fucking day. I had a job and I was always looking to do better at that job, right? I wanted to be the best. Uh, To give you guys an idea, you know, one of my first jobs I had uh, was basically washing airplanes. I told you guys that was my very first job. I got paid fucking $2 an hour. I started working that job when I was 12 years old. School bus would take me home, drop me off at uh, this job basically, Um, and I would get off the bus, walk up, you know, kind of driveway to this work and I would wash airplanes for the, I got paid two bucks an hour. Uh, my total paycheck in salary was like $400 during the summer working damn near seven days a week. But guess what, where I made my money at, I made my money because I got paid on tips. And that's where I learned at a very young age, the customer service and just treating people right. The more you treat people right, it's not the hourly wage that you're going to make. That's going to make you the money or give you the advancement. It's how well you can treat people. Uh, how good your customer service is, how well you can solve problems, the better I got at that at a young age, that's where my money was, right? I was making two bucks an hour base salary. But on the flip side of that, I might get $5 tip from this gentleman, $5 tip from this gentleman, that adds up. Now I'm getting 20, 30 bucks an hour at 12 years old based off my tips. A lot of you guys see this in the service industry when you guys are servers, waiters, bartenders, right? You don't make shit on the base hour. You make your money on the tips, which you have an unlimited income, the better you are with that. The next job I had worked over in a big warehouse. Uh, that job I was doing uh, basically, uh, basically it was order fulfilling is what it was. Um, I'd have to be there at 3.30 in the morning. I didn't get paid that much money. I never had an expectation to be a manager. I didn't go in there and say, I'm going to bust my ass today and they better promote me to management, right? I just wanted to be ultimately the best at what I did. I would go in there and try to set records. Um, I remember one day we had a record in there, was, you know, it was an order filling for food. And I went in there and did double what anybody else had done in a single day, ran my friggin' ass off, no expectation. And honestly, I didn't get paid any extra money for that. It was just the competitive side of me wanting to do good, you know, and then I'm going to tie this into the last career transition I had before I went full blown into real estate. Uh, I had worked for a doctor's office doing freelance marketing for them, right? So I got paid basically a base salary. Uh, it was a small doctor's practice and they had basically, uh, you know, they're really good at what they did. They weren't good at marketing. So these guys basically had paid me to come in and help them do marketing. They said, we don't know shit basically about social media. We don't know about website building. We don't know about any of that. We're going to pay you, you know, X amount of dollars to stay. 
And that was that, you know, I didn't go in there and kick ass and, you know, say, Hey, you guys better give me a raise. You guys better do this. You better. I just went in there and did my absolute best for them because I didn't want to let them down and just busted my ass for them. Right. Got my real estate license a year later with zero intention, by the way, of getting into real estate. I just did it as a side thing to, uh, basically go into like investment properties and rentals. Um, they had made an agreement with me and they said, you know what, we're going to let you take a month off from work and we're going to continue to pay you as long as you promise to come back to us and not leave to go to real estate school. I said, deal, no problem at all, right? That's how much they believed in what I was doing and how much they appreciated me. I didn't ask them for a raise. I didn't say, hey, you guys need to give me a month off so I can go to school. And I didn't, I, matter of fact, I tried to quit. You know, I said, hey guys, I got to take a month off. I don't feel right. You know, I, you guys are paying me a salary and I'm going to have to basically shift my focus for a month and a half to go to school and obtain my real estate license. Maybe I can come back and work for you guys after I get it. I just, you know, I, I have to, you know, take this time off to go to school. They believed in what I was doing so much that, like I said, they allowed me to go to school and they continued to pay me for that process. Year one came around. I did pretty good. I went to them and said, hey, guys, it's time to quit. You know, I, I'm just doing a lot here and I'm almost taken away from what I'm doing with you guys because I have my other business going. I just don't feel right, you know, uh, you know, not be able to dedicate. They appreciated what I was doing. Again, I didn't go to them and said, hey, I need more money or I'm going to quit. I, I, they basically said, you know what, we're going to go ahead and give you a raise if you're willing to stay with us because you're doing a great job. We want to keep you. And I said, okay, yeah, no problem. So I stayed. They gave me a raise and I, you know, reconsidered uh, just because it was, I mean, I felt wanted obviously based on, you know, the results I was bringing them. And obviously if they wanted to give me a raise when I tried to quit, I, I wanted to stay. I didn't want to let them down. Came around year two, same thing happened. I uh, told them, you know, hey, my real estate business is starting to take off. I really think I'm going to pursue this. And they had offered me a raise again, which at that point I had declined to pursue real estate. And that's when I basically made a departure from that business. But the point being in that was that that departure um, was not based on them not paying me enough money or me feeling underappreciated or me feeling like I deserve more money or any of that bullshit. It was basically, I worked my ass off with those guys. And then when I went to quit and leave, they offered to give me a raise, right? I made myself uh, undoubtedly one of their best employees, not through expectation, but just because that's who I am, right? I just said, I'm going to go in there and do the absolute best I can. I'm going to create so much freaking value for them. Uh, that, you know, they, they will never question whether I'm a good hire or not a good hire, right? You go so far above and beyond. Um, we're seeing this now within our company as I've grown, you know, we started off as a small team. Uh, when we made the decision to launch as a brokerage, you know, I'm pretty big on hiring from within for the most part. Now, with that being said, we do bring people from the outside in. If I'm looking for a certain position within the company that might have a skill set that I do not have from within. However, when it comes time to do training, coaching, or promoting up, or promoting into like a team lead situation, or promoting into like a broker role, associate broker role, I'm always going to look from within my company right away to see if I got the talent right in front of me, and if I got somebody that's working their ass off in front of me. I've had people work for me. I've had people on my team that were good people from a skill set standpoint, right? Uh, they had a shit ton of potential in them, but the problem is, is they always had an expectation that they deserve more, right? Every time we sat down to have a conversation, it was around, well, what am I going to get out of this? What am I going to get? Why should I do this if I'm not going to get this? So how the fuck do you think that looks to your employee or your boss when you're constantly sitting down and saying, what am I going to get out of this? What am I going to get? What am I going to get? What am I going to get? Instead of just saying, you know what, let me roll with it and creating so much friggin' value for yourself 
you're the one that always has a positive attitude. You're the one that's optimistic. You're the one that's willing to take on the projects first. You're the one that's extremely reliable. You're the one that just goes above and beyond no matter what with no expectation. You're not the one sitting there saying, well, if I'm going to do this, I better get a raise. If I'm going to do this, I better get, you know, this in return. If I'm going to do this, I better get a share in the company. You know, you got to think about it from a business owner's perspective. How are they seeing you? Are you creating the value to where they will never let you go, right? That's the thing I think a lot of people are really fucking up on these days is that they're not thinking about the value that they're creating the business. You are approaching business right now when you're working in your company and maybe you're looking for a promotion and raise. Are you going above and beyond? That's the first question you should probably ask yourself is, are you creating so much value that they have no choice but to promote you? Or if tomorrow you said, hey guys, I'm going to go ahead and leave and go for another opportunity uh, that's just kind of more aligned with my goals, that they are basically asking you to stay. They're begging you to stay because you've created so much value, right? I would really think about that because right now, if you ask yourself in your current company and your current position, If you tomorrow were to say, I'm going to put in a resignation and I'm going to go ahead and resign, would they try to keep you? Would they say, hey, you know what? You're worth way more to us. We want to you know, promote you. We want to keep you. Or would they instantly replace you because it's not a big deal, right? In your mind, you think you're just going above and beyond for these guys when in reality, you're doing the bare minimum. You're not doing enough to set yourself apart, to stand out, to make them want to keep you. And that's the question I would ask yourself. And also, I said, as you're taking these actions, don't ever go into this shit with the expectation that you deserve anything, right? None of us deserve shit. We all work for what we have. And I can promise you when you change that mindset, when you're working, like I said, if you're looking to get promoted, if you're looking to get in on a business partnership with somebody, focus on the value that you bring with zero expectation in return. Because I can promise you as somebody who's on the other side of the coin, and I'm looking at people within my organization and team that I want to promote, I have people that have an extremely high skill set, very organized, very good at what they do, but their attitude absolutely kills any chance of me ever wanting to work with them because it's always going to be that conversation in my head of, okay, there's a new opportunity. Well, what am I going to get out of it, right? What am I going to get? What am I going to get? What am I going to get? Guess what? You're not going to get shit. I don't want to bring you on into anything I'm bringing on and doing basically any new venture I'm starting. I don't want to bring you in because... That conversation is always going to be, what am I getting out of return instead of us just building something together and growing and scaling and letting the opportunities fall into place. From a business owner's perspective, there are no guarantees, right? If you go into business and say, well, I'm not going to do this unless I get this. I'm not going to do this unless I get this. You're going to fucking fail. That's why most people, uh, if you guys look at the people that have the personality types that are high risk takers, Uh, you know, there's always that conversation of, yes, there's high risk. I'm going to get something on the other end, but there's always a conversation around. I may not get anything out of the other end as well. There's no guarantee in business and anything that you do or any promotion. So when you are trying to rise up, when you're trying to get promoted or when you're trying to come into a business partnership and you're trying to, you know, create more opportunity for yourself, Really put a focus around how you're showing up for those around you. How, you know, are you, again, are you creating that value? Are you undeniably the absolute best at what you do in that company that you're working for or that organization? Without a doubt, are you being the absolute best? Are you showing up? Do you have a good attitude every day? Are you optimistic? Are you outgoing? Are you, you know, it doesn't matter what you're going to get or not get out of it. You're just going to be the best you could possibly be to where that company or that business owner or that management uh, team is looking at you and saying, you know what, no matter what, we cannot let this person go. Or you know what, that project that's coming up right now, 
shit, you know, we're going to start this new division. We're going to start this new team. We're going to start, you know, this new business venture and we need some help. Who are we going to bring in? Are you going to be that first person whose name pops up because you are the go-getter? You are the good attitude. You're the person that's putting in the work. You're the person that's reliable. Or are you going to be that person that pops up and they say, well, that person's really good at what they do. They're highly skilled. However, they're going to want us to pay them too much. They're going to, you know, they're not going to want the risk. They're going to want a guarantee. You know, they're going to, you know, basically want ownership in something that they're not willing to pay into, right? Well, guess what? You're fucking replaceable. That's the end of the discussion on that. So, you know, try to think about this, guys. This is the one thing I see in business opportunity that kills people left and right is the expectation that you deserve anything in business. Go in and create the value and earn it, right? That's the best piece of advice I can give you guys. That's the thing for me when I go into any business venture, uh, when I have friends that are in businesses that maybe I would like to be a part of, I don't go in and expect them, hey, I'm your friend, I expect a promotion, hey, you know, I already kind of work for you over here, I expect this. Just be so damn good at what you're doing that they have no choice but to ask you to come be a part of that, right? You create so much value, you have such a good attitude, you're so optimistic, you're outgoing, you're extremely reliable, it would make perfect sense to have you and it makes zero sense to pass up that opportunity to bring you in. So hopefully this brings a little value for you guys. Like I said, cut the bullshit with the expectations that you guys deserve anything. Go out there and create so much value that they ask you guys to be a part of that, right? That's where you guys are going to see a massive shift. So as always, if this brought you guys any value today, all I ask is that you guys share it. Uh, tag somebody in this. I do this for free. Uh, we're not running any ads on this or anything like that. This isn't sponsored by anybody. This is simply my way to give back, to share a little bit of some of the knowledge that I have to help some of you guys out there that are going through a business journey or maybe starting off in your real estate career. So as always, guys, get out there, crush it.